Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Hey, y'all. Hey. Come on. Sometimes I have all kinds of music in my head. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, 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 welcome. Y'all was waiting. I was coming. Oh my gosh, I know we're in a different season. So we have to make sure we kind of um, accommodate Josiah in this season. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. Good morning to you. Oh my God, let me do some sharing and then we're going to get started. I'm so excited about this week. I'm so excited about the word of God. I'm going to be in trouble um, because I got this pink on. (laughs) And the director of Coffee and Conversations and the podcast, uh, the co-producer, right? I'm the producer. The co-producer is going to get me for sure because he told me not to wear pink in this room anymore because my room is pink. But it's the first, like, it's the first time I've been on since Breast Cancer Awareness Month kicked off. And so I needed to wear pink, y'all. Hope. And my shirt says hope. Good morning. Hey, y'all. So y'all tell JoJo to fuss at me like, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Y'all tell JoJo, say, JoJo, fuss at mama later. Don't fuss at her today. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, CNC. Hey, family. Hey, LMJ Ministries. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, uh, yeah, Mary, it looks great. It just doesn't show up great on production. It's not good for lighting. I know it isn't. I'm just, I wanted to wear pink. I wanted to wear pink. He can't give me Kedra. He can only go so far. <laughs> we operate in protocol in this house. Hey, Yara, it's a good day to have a good day. I got my breast care wearing wearing this pink on Yara, telling them to go, and it is not out of faith for you to go and get your mammogram. Come on, come on. It is not out of faith for you to go get your mammogram. It is not out of faith for you to do um, screenings and all of that stuff. I get all my checkups every year. Like I get all my checkups every year. It's not out of faith. So if you have not been screened, what a perfect time for you to go get screened. Fellas, guess what? Y'all can get screened too. Because guess what? Men can have breast cancer as well. Breast cancer is not just a disease for a woman, right? It's not a disease for a woman. So, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, come on. Yeah, man. Can I tell y'all something real quick? Oh, my gosh. And then we're going to get in prayer. I don't know why this is not letting me share, right? But let me tell y'all something. We go in Wednesday. Y'all know Joe had a surgery last Wednesday, right? So we go in to have surgery last Wednesday. And can I tell y'all, the anesthesiologist was safe and sanctified and filled. And you better stop judging people on appearance because I may not have thought that. But when he came in and he heard Josiah's name, he was like, oh, you got a biblical name. He said, do you know the meaning of your name? Started scolding scriptures, started talking about Jesus. Um that room man like me mama and joe was like 
Come on. And there was a doctor that was with him. I don't know what her beliefs were. You could see her brows kind of lift up. But when I tell you, he went into his full faith, his full faith. When I tell you, uh, it was comforting to know that the man that was putting my uh, son to sleep was a believer. Come on now. Joe said when he got back to the back, he was talking to them about Leviticus and all this other stuff. And I was like, oh, he shifted the room and he was bold in his faith and did not care that he was at work or anything else. I said, this is a man that believes in God and is not afraid to believe in God in the workplace. And that is how we are supposed to be, not afraid to believe in God in the workplace. So if you are on here and you are logged on, go share the video now. Do not be afraid. Um, of sharing your faith um, because people in your workplace may be looking. It does not matter who's looking. It does not matter who's watching. We do not care. Um, so it just set us on a fire and it just gave us co more confidence that God was with us and that the surgery was going to go well. And the surgery did go well and we still got some healing in our journey but if i tell y'all god is faithful and then last wednesday as well y'all pray for my dad right um he had been admitted to the hospital the same day joe had surgery daddy was admitted to the hospital they thought he had congestive heart failure guess what he does not have congestive heart failure and i'm gonna tell y'all something about my dad um he was in the hospital. Some people showed up for him to dedicate a baby. Come on, y'all. Like, God is just so faithful. God is just so faithful. God is just continuous. God is going to do exactly the things that he um, said he was going to do. And we can trust that. You can trust God to be God. Okay, I'm sharing. You can trust God to be faithful. You can trust God that his promises are yes and amen. And you can trust God if your time ain't up yet. Woo! If your time ain't up yet. You can trust God. You can trust God to show up and be faithful to your circumstance and situation. You could trust God to provide for your needs. You can just trust, like you could just trust God. Like you could trust God so much. Um, and when I saw this man was full of faith in his workplace, I said, this man ain't caring on whether or not uh, uh, who was in here, who think he didn't care who the doctor, the doctor who was following him was a doctor that uh, was thinking about joining children's. He didn't care if she saw his faith or not. And I'm like, this man trusted God to be bold in his faith right in the hospital room with us. And I loved it. And I was so grateful. And it was so wonderful. So will you trust God? <laughs> will, will you trust God? Will you trust God to show up? Because God will show up in his faithfulness. He is faithful, right? He is just so faithful. Do me a favor. Um, drop something in the comments that you are grateful. Let's let's display some gratitude. Thank God this morning. I am grateful for it. That's all you got to do is finish the statement. I am grateful for, I'm grateful for peace this morning. The peace that passes all understanding that even when trouble tries to arise, when I set my focus and faith and um, heart towards God, he does what God does best, which is God. Like God, ain't nobody better doing God than God, Shanquita. Ain't nobody better doing God than God, Sharice. Ain't nobody better doing God than God, Teresa. Ain't nobody better doing God than God, Patricia. Ain't nobody better doing God than God. I'm telling y'all, it's just not nobody better doing God than God. And so 
when we cast our cares on him, remember, we're supposed to cast our cares. It talks about it in Peter. Jesus said, we cast all our cares on him because he cares for us. Woo! It is not nobody else that will care for you more than God will care for you. Woo! Come on now. There's nobody that'll care more for you than God will care for you. And if you will do me a favor today, come on, follow the instructions, follow the instructions. Don't think you above the instructions. That's why God sent me here, right? To teach, follow the instructions. If you will do me a favor today, oh, come on. We're going to do it symbolically. We're going we gonna to put it out in the atmosphere. If you'll do me a favor today, today is the day that you're going to put your heart in God's hands. Woo! Come on, Holy Spirit. Today is the day you're going to put your heart in God's hand. You're going to make a decision. You know what? I'm going to put my heart in God's hands. Today is the day. Because here's the thing that I know. If you place your heart in God's hands, you do not have to worry about trusting anyone else. Because even when someone destroys your trust or you experience a heartbreak or circumstances or situations do not go the way that you intended them to go, guess what happens? God still remains faithful. So this morning, I want you to decide, take your heart. Come on. Put your hand over your heart. That's right hand. I had to make sure I was on my right hand. I had to, play, I had to do that pledge of allegiance. And this morning, take your heart. Come on now. Take your heart, right? And then just act like you're taking your heart and place it in God's hands and tell the Lord, you know what? I'm placing, come on, y'all, my heart in your hands, despite the heartbreak, despite the confusion, despite the discouragement, despite the fear, despite the worry, I'm going to place my heart in your hands, Lord God, and I'm going to put my full trust and I'm going to put my full confidence in you because I know, I know, I know you'll never leave me. I'll, you'll never forsake me. I know that you'll never disappoint me. I'm going to take my heart. Come on. I'm going to take my heart back. Oh, my God. Come on. I'm going to take my heart back from all of the things that I've given my heart. Woo! Oh, my God. You know, those things that we tend to put first before God. Oh, come on. Tell the truth and shame the devil. You know, those things that seem to get our undivided attention before God. Come on, y'all. Lean with me today. <laughs> Lean with me today. You know, those things that tend to get your attention before God gets your attention. Those things that tend to uh, shape your day. Those things that tend to frame your day. Those things that tend to worry you those things that tend to drive you into a certain space. We're going to take our heart. Oh my God. Come on. We're going to take our heart. I'm going to give you some scripture to back this up. We're going to take our heart back from those things. Oh my God. We're going to pull our heart back from those things. We're going to make a decision today. You know what? I'm not getting ready to allow those things. Come on, y'all. I'm not getting ready to allow those things to have my heart. I'm not getting ready to allow those things to consume my, my time. You know what? I'm putting my heart woo, back where it belongs. Come on, come on. Do it with me. I'm putting my heart, make the declaration. I'm putting my heart back where it belongs. I'm putting my heart back where it belongs. And my heart and my trust belongs with God. It does not belong anywhere else. Oh my God. And if we will be honest, because everything starts with a confession of faith. Don't ask him to just take over your heart, Nate. 
Give it to him. <laughs> Give it to him. Don't ask him just to take over your heart. Give him your heart this morning, right? We've all accepted. Some of us may not have Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, but this morning, the Lord needs first position back in your life. He needs you to give him your heart. Ooh, he needs you to not be wise in your own eyes. Come on. He's going to remove from you the heart of flesh. Come on and get, get the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. Ask the Lord, Lord, remove from me. Oh my God, a heart of stone. Oh my God, remove from me a heart of stone. I hear you, Holy Spirit. Remove from me a heart of stone. Oh my God, remove from me a heart of stone. Ask him, remove from me a heart of stone. Ezekiel 36 and 26, I couldn't find it. It says, I'll give you a new heart. Woo! Come on, my God. Michelle, there we go. I'm putting my heart back where it belongs. Woo! I'm putting my heart back where it belongs. I'm putting my heart, come on, that's our declaration this morning. That's our statement of faith, Natalie, this morning. We're putting our heart back where it belongs. we resetting our faith this morning. Ezekiel 36 and 26. Come on, y'all. It says, I will give you a new heart Woo! and put a new spirit in you. I'll remove from you your heart of stone and give you the heart of flesh. Oh, my God. And can we be real, real this morning? There are things that happen in our life, right? There are things that happen in our life that harden us. Um, there's disappointment. There's frustration. Um, there's false hope in other things to provide for us. Come on, y'all. Um, where God is only supposed to provide for us. Can I share this, Holy Spirit? I want to share something with you that I think is going to help you, right? Like um, during my day occasionally. But during my dating journey, right, anytime I found myself being disappointed in a relationship or something has happened, God, I just constantly, it grew. It didn't happen as well. Anytime something worked out, I would feel devastated. <laughs> like anytime something didn't work out, I'm just going to be honest, I will feel devastated, right? But as I started growing in the maturity of placing my heart in God's hands, woo, like taking it out of the hands of my kids, uh, taking it out of the hands of people I love. Come on, y'all. We're going to shame the devil this morning, right? Um, even with my kids, my kids were an idol in my life. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was so busy trying to conform them and make them perfect and make them into the image of what I thought I was supposed to be. And so busy trying to sell out to them and make sure they were good and prevent their mistakes. Even they were an idol in my life. And then every time disappointment came in, at first, when I didn't know no better and I was immature, <laughs> it would hurt. It would devastate me. And I would get off course. Anybody know this story? Anybody know this too? It would hurt. It would devastate me. And it would get off course. And then I would get off course. And then I would be on some other journey. And I would be on some other path. But it was because I realized that my heart was all over the place. Woo! Come on, Julia. My heart was all over the place. My heart was attached to too many things. Oh my God. Uh, my heart was attached to money. And when I felt like I didn't have enough money, my God, it just would pull me into a direction of weary and worry and all this other stuff. My heart was attached to my kids. And when my kids didn't display and do the things that happened and then in dating, looking for love or not looking, but you know what I mean? Being in a position to want to be married again. And then when those circumstances and those situations did not work out, right? then what would happen is I would find myself disappointed. And then on some journey or some track, 
trying to make me feel better. But when I'm in a position or a place, baby, that my heart is in God's hands. Woo! Come on. My heart is in my heart is divinely connected to God. When my heart is in God's hands, even when the hurt, when the disappointment comes, because it comes and you cannot numb yourself and act like you cannot feel it. That's a stony heart. Woo! That's a stony heart. When I harden myself, I'm good. I'm good with God. I'm in a good space, right? Self-righteous, not God-righteous, not, not letting God deal with where you're hurt, not taking, and we're going to deal with this this week. This going to this gonna be a journey this week, not letting God, um, meeting God right in your emotions, not saying, God, this hurt, not saying, God, I'm disappointed, not saying, I'm God, I'm frustrated, harden up, pretending like nothing happened is not the way to go. Come on now. Oh my God, when I put my heart in his hands, then even when the offense or when the hurt comes, when I know my heart is in God's hands, then instead of turning, come on, my affection towards other things, Malisha, I'm going to turn my heart right back to God. <laughs> I'm going to turn my heart right back, back to God, or I'm going to turn my attention because my heart is already with God. I'm going to uh, turn my attention right back to God because he already has my heart. So I'm going to put my attention back on the one, my God, that is with me, that never leaves me, that never forsakes me. And how do I do that? I have to continuously seek the kingdom of God first. Woo! So when we come back in this this morning and we pray the scripture and you say, you know what? This is the Lord speaking to Israel, right? I'm going to back it up a little bit and give you more of this scripture. He said, for I'll take you out of the nations. Woo! I will gather you from all the countries. This is Ezekiel 36, 24. He said, I gather you from all the countries. Come on, Lord. The Lord is prophetically speaking. I thank you, Lord. He said, I gather you from all the countries and bring you back into your own land. He said, I'm going to sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. He says, I'm going to cleanse you from all your idols, impurities. Come on, y'all. Thank you, Lord, for cleansing us from all our idols and from all our impurities. He said, I'm going to give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you a heart of stone and I'm going to give you a heart of flesh. And then he says, I'm going to put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and to carefully keep my laws. And when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, guess what? His spirit is already inside of him. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes this is so hard, depending on the uh, the depending on the devastation. Come on, y'all. Can I just talk to y'all for a second? Depending on the devastation that has occurred, depending on who caused the offense, depending on who did the damage, this is hard. But the more that you, because faith takes practice. Don't let nobody make you think it's just so doom. Faith takes practice. Your belief in Jesus is doing it. The Holy Spirit is doing it. But you showing up and committing to the process. It's not just enough. Okay, I accept Jesus Christ and I sit there, right? No, I accept Jesus Christ and I decide, you know what? I cannot be conformed to this world's way of thinking. And everything that this world, it's not always about sin. This world's way of thinking can be how we handle crisis. This world's way of thinking can be how culture has transformed us. This world's way of thinking can be how bitterness Oh, my God makes the decisions for me. This world's way of thinking has can be how my trauma has impacted me. And the spirit is not allowed 
freedom to move in my life the way that it needs to move. So faith still takes practice. I still have to show up and commit my thoughts and my ways to the Lord. I still have to cast. When Jesus will sin, we'll be like, Lord, do this. And Jesus is like, no, you cast your cares. You cast your cares. Like you got to cast your cares. You got to become before the Lord and cast your cares. You got to come before the Lord and bring your cares. You got to come before the Lord and and give him what you got going on before him. You got to come before the Lord and make a confession of your faith. You got to come before the Lord and confess your faults. You got to do, you got to do something with this. You got to part. So when we've been, especially when we've been out of practice, or it's not been a continuous practice, like it's not been a continuous practice for you to cast your cares, or it's not been a continuous practice for God to have your heart. My God, be real with this. If you'll be real with this, Jesus will keep showing up, showing you God's love. If you'll be really real with the places and the spaces you've been. I told somebody the other day, um, I've, I've talked to this about seeing a therapist, right? And I went to see my therapist the other day and we were processing and talking. And she said, man, you've been in a 20 year path of healing, right? I told y'all when I was 27, I regained my life to life. But when I was 27, what I didn't tell y'all was that began the part of my healing. It is taking me, I'll be 49 in December. It is taking me 20 something years in my journey to heal and to be whitewashed from all the other things that I was whitewashed in and assimilated to that I didn't even know or discover that those things were going on in my life. My God. And the only way that I began to recognize that those things were going on in my life was showing up, uh, keeping my commitment to God, being consistent, not forsaking the things that the Lord has to ask, um, submitting my emotions to him because I was a very emotional person right? Um, Bringing to him my lies, my excuses, my faults, my ways. Come on, right? And then the more that I showed up, the more my heart turned more towards God and the more my heart turned towards other things. So in the journey, come on now, in the journey, the layers would be peeled off. My, more of my identity would be revealed. Come on now, my my identity. And then I had to stop. I was good at, um, I was good at over-spiritualizing things and being out of balance um, and not good at recognizing my emotions because I thought as a Christian, you needed to look tough and have an appearance because we love to have appearances when we are not walking in our truth. And then one day I came in contact with a really good friend in Starbucks. And this one thing he said changed my life. I had seen him back to back. He kept saying, how are you? And I kept saying, oh, you know, I'm blessed in the Lord. And at this time, my late husband was dying. And then he came in again. He said, now, how are you? And then I would give him some of the spiritual Christianese. And then the last time I would see him, he would ask me again. He said, now, how are you really? How, how are you really? Like, how are you really? And I broke. Something inside of me broke. And when I broke, I just started bawling. I said, I'm not okay. And he turned around and said, good, good. Because this is what I was looking for. You cannot be okay in your husband dying. That's not okay. Whether you believe and trust the Lord and know you'll see him again, emotionally, this is not okay. You cannot be okay in your spouse left. You cannot be okay in your marriage 
didn't work. You cannot be in okay and your finances all over the place. You cannot be okay and your rebellious child just cussed you out. You're going to be okay. <laughs> but you cannot be okay. <laughs> and it's okay for you to not be okay. Because when you're not okay, guess what happens? You take your heart back to the Lord and then he can perform in your life the way that he's supposed to perform in your life. <laughs> because Jesus can't be Jesus in your life if you got all the strength and you got all the answers and you got all the solutions. Jesus cannot be Jesus and you got all the wisdom. Oh my God. So we cast in our cares today. <laughs> We bring in the Lord our heart. <laughs> we asking him to remove from us anything in our heart that could be stony. Woo! Lord, remove anything in our heart that can be stony. Lord, anything in my heart that's stony, I need you to remove it. Anything that's been hardened by life, I need you to remove it. And then any place, other place I have had my heart, I'm taking my heart back from those things that can disappoint me, Janitha, and I'm going to put my heart in the Lord's hands because this is who I need to trust. Let me back it up in the last scripture, and then we're going to get out of here, and then we're going to learn some things this week. Will you do me a favor this week? I need you to show up this week. I don't need the devil to lie to you and give you any excuse about how you don't need to be here or how tired you are or how sleepy you are. I need you to show up this week. I, I'm going to read this in two versions. I need you to show up this week because there is something God wants to deposit in us this week. There is a freedom coming to us this week. I know it. I Feel it. I know what he's saying to me. So I need you to show up this week. I need you to commit to your development, to my, your process, to your healing. Come on now. My God, my God, come on. That the shackles be just broken off of you. Come on. So I'm going to give you this, right? Oh my gosh. I'm going to give it to you in the message. Yes, version and the amplified version. Um, thank you to my good friend who gave me this sweet Bible that's just been blessing me. Um, I'm going to give it to you in the message version. I'm going to give it to you and the uh, amplified version. And then we're going to get out of here and we're going to show up this week and we're going to let the Lord speak to us because there's a healing that needs to take place that only God knows what we need. Come on. Here we go. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord God. This is a message. For, do the amplified. Yes, sir. I'm going to do the amplified version. This is talking about the cure for anxiety. This is what the word says. This is Vernon. This is the cure for anxiety, right? This is this is the cure for anxiety this morning, right? Oh, my God. Um, this is the cure for anxiety. It says, therefore, I tell you, stop being worried. <laughs> do not worry. Say, I will not worry. Whoever said read, thank you. I said, do not worry, right? Do not worry. I will not worry. Can we just make a declaration? I will not worry. We're going to get out of here. I'm going to get you off the work. Say today, I will not worry. I will not worry. This is, this is Jesus speaking. Come on now. He says, therefore, I tell you, stop being worried or anxious, right? Can I tell you what worry and anxious means? It means I'm perpetually, I'm uneasy and distracted when I'm worried or anxious I'm, per, I'm perpetually, perpetually means on a continuous basis, Shonda, on a continuous basis, Ashan, 
uh, Cheryl, on a continuous basis, Deshauna, on a continuous basis, Kedra, that's what it means when I'm worried. When I am worried on a continuous basis, something else is distracting me. Woo! My God, whatever this thing is, has my heart. Whatever this thing is, is pulling on my attention. You make the declaration this week. I don't care if you have to do it every day. I don't care if you have to do it 10 times a day. Get up. I will not worry. I, I will not. I will not. I will not worry. I woke up this morning. There was some money that was supposed to be in my account, Yara, that was not there. I set the thing. I set the the, I set my account over to the side. I always pray over my money. I always make sure my account is right. I set my account to the side and I simply said, I will not worry over this. You said you would supply all my needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. It is not my responsibility to take care of me. It is your responsibility. I declare that the angels go before me, that he be my rear guard. I thanked him that when I called customer service, they would answer and put me in line first. And I put it in the position of the Lord. Why? Because he, he tells me in his word, anything that's worrying me is easily distracting me. Woo! It's easily pulling me away. It's easily pulling me in the wrong direction. So I will not worry because when I'm worried, I'm distracted. When I'm worried, I'm confused. When I'm worried, I'm scared. When I'm worried, I tend to forget who my God is. Come on now. He says, he says, do not be, do not be worried or anxious about your life <laughs> as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body as to what you will wear. Is life not more than food and body more than clothing? He says, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap. Woo, my God. And you sow and then you shall reap. Don't let nobody tell you there ain't no so, so, such such a thing as seed time and harvest. If you sow, you're going to reap. That's the laws of the kingdom. Come on now. He said, and if who of you by worrying can add one hour, but if you sow worry, guess what you're going to guess what you're going to reap? You're going to reap worry. Woo! If I sow to worry, I'm going to reap worry. We don't need to do that. He said, and who of you by not worrying can add one hour? He says, why are you worried? <laughs> Why are you worried about clothes? See how the lilies and the wildflowers of the field go? They do not labor. Go look at some flowers in your yard. Go look at some flowers in your neighborhood today to remind you, you know what? If they are beautifully colored and they come in season and out of season, why would I sit up and worry? He said, but if God so close the grass of the field, which is alive and green today and tomorrow, and the only time grass ain't green is if there's some, something in it. That's a whole nother listen, right? He says, he says, but he will not much more, will he not much more clothe you of little faith? Therefore, do not be worried or anxious. Do not be uneasy. Do not be distracted. What are we going to eat? What are we going to wear? He said, for the pagan, the Gentiles, those that don't know who I am. Come on now. Worry for your heavenly father knows that you need it. But first and most importantly, oh my God, I'm taking my heart back from these things that I have been worrying over. He says, he says, but more importantly, he says, seek his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing things, his way of being right, his attitude and the character of God. And when I seek his way of doing things, can I tell you something about God? Woo! Can I, can I tell you something about my God? He don't worry. He he don't worry because he got the whole world 
in his hands. Come on, he ain't worried. He got Shonda in his hands. He got Teresa in his hands. He's got Verna in his hands. He's got Angela in his hands. He's got Kurt. And if he's not worried, Tracy, and he's not worried, Janae and Jane, and he's not worried, um, Kirby, and he's not worried, Deshauna, why should I be worrying? He says, this is what he says. He says, have God's attitude about things. Not getting ready to worry about anything. Nothing. It's out of my control and in God's control. He says, so do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow. will worry about itself. Each day has enough of own. Let me get this to you in the message version of the Bible. He said, if God gets such attention to the appearance, come on, y'all, of flowers. Oh, no, let me back it up. It said, if you decide for God living a life of God worship, it follows that you don't fuss about what's on the table at mealtime or whether the clothes in your closet are in fashion. There is far more to your life than the food you put in your stomach, more to your outer appearance than the clothes you hang on your body. Look at the birds, free and unfettered, not tied down to a job description, careless in the care of God, and you count far more to him than birds. Has anyone by fussing in front of the mirror ever gotten taller by so much as an inch? Come on now. All this time and money wasted on fashion. Do you think it makes much of a difference? Instead, somebody say instead, put it in the comments. Instead of looking at the fashions, walk out into the fields and look at the wildflowers. They never print for shop. But have you ever seen color and design quite like it? The 10 breast dressed men and women in the country look shabby alongside of it. If God gives such attention to the appearance of wildflowers, much of most of which are never even seen, don't you think he'll attend to you? Take pride in you. Do his best for you. What I'm trying to do here is get you to relax. Woo! Come on. He's trying to get you to relax, Shanquita. He's trying to get you to relax, Shan. Come on now. He's trying to get you to relax. This is Matthew 6 and 33. This is 6. I started about the 24th verse. He says, he says, he says, what I'm trying to do here to get you to relax. I got to relax to not be so preoccupied with getting. When we are preoccupied with getting, those things have our heart. Trying to get a job, trying to get a marriage, trying to get some money, woo, trying to get healthy. When we become so preoccupied with getting, Jamaica, my God, when we get so preoccupied with getting, you cannot, you so you cannot be because then guess what? You miss the response to God's giving. Woo! Man down, woman down. When you get so preoccupied with getting, right? You miss the response to God's giving. You miss the response to what God is trying to do for you in that circumstance or situation. When you're so busy trying to get it. When you're so busy trying to make it happen, you will miss what God is trying to do for you. Woo! Come on now. He says, people who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things, but you know both God. You got to put your name in there. But I know God, Julia. Come on. But Lakeisha knows God. But Kedra knows God. Come on now. But come on, Teresa. It says, but you know God. You know God. You've experienced God. You've seen the hand of God in your life time and time again. You've seen him show up when it looked like there was nothing. Come on now. He says, 
It's just people who don't know God fuss over things, but you know God and how he works. Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. Oh, Lord, the fear of missing out. Thank you for taking away from us the fear of missing out, the fear of being included, the fear of feeling like we don't have what we need when we have you and we have all we need. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now and don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal whatever hard things come up when the time comes. Woo! That's a word from the Lord. That's a word from the Lord. Come on, y'all. That's a word from the Lord. Giving God your back. Giving your God, giving God your heart back. Giving, giving God, giving God your heart. You do not have to worry about missing out. You do not have to worry about, you do not have to keep compromising yourself for people and worry about whether or not you're missing out. Not to compromise yourself from no man and worry about you missing out for marriage. Because what's for you and who's for you, baby, is coming for you. A godly man gonna seek out a wife. I'm gone. Woo! A God, you don't have to worry. A godly man gonna seek out a wife. And then he's gonna act like the love of Christ. He's gonna, you looking for a man that's gonna love you like Christ love the church. You don't have to worry about missing out on friendships. You don't have to keep compromising and taking your low road to be associated with people who don't want to fool with you or deal with you or in and out. Today they here, today they tomorrow. You don't have to do that. You got to keep your heart in God's hand. You don't have to worry about whether or not um, you you trying to level yourself up. Oh, I need a raise or oh, I need to make more money. You don't have to do that. He'll, he'll increase you. Matthew 6 and 33 says, I'll add all these things unto you when you seek me first. He'll add the marriage. He'll add the promotion. He'll add the increase. He'll add the friendships. He'll add the job. He'll add the vacation. <laughs> All you got to do is give him your heart first. Father God, I thank you for this word today. Woo! I thank you for transforming us in your word today. I thank you, Lord God, um, for just who you are. I thank you, Father God, for your faithfulness um, of who you are in our lives. I thank you, Lord God, that you are saturating with our you in our presence today. I thank you for the men and women of God. Strengthen our men today, Lord God. Strengthen our men. Let them know that um, you have not failed them today. Every man watching this devotional today, Lord God, I thank you for strengthening them today. I thank you for encouraging them. I thank you for uplifting them today. I thank you, Father God, that they put their full faith, hope, and trust in you, Lord God. Let them know, Lord God, the value of who you call them. I thank you for godly men and godly fathers. My God, in Jesus' name, amen. Woo! My God, it's some word, it's some good word coming forth this week. It's some freedom coming forth this week. Make sure you share the devotional. Don't hold on to this today. Somebody needs this word. Every time you share, it will change someone's life. I promise you, not because of me, because of the deposit of the Holy Spirit. Someone somewhere needs to know woo, that God has them. God is looking for them and God loves them and they'll receive what they need through this word. So go show the word. Two.
I got a couple things for you. And then we're going to get out of here. I cannot wait to teach this week. Can I tell you, this is what I'm called to do. Like, I was so excited to get up and be here this morning. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I cannot wait to talk to my people today. Cannot wait to be with my people today. This is what breathes breath into me. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I feel the presence of God. I feel the hand of God. I feel the excitement. I feel the wind blowing. I feel the river flowing. I know God is doing something exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or imagine this week. I've been praying for God to blow your mind, to shift your perspective, to give you some grit so that you can be steadfast and immovable and have an unchanged mind about who God is and what God said. I done been to hell. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. I done been to hell lately. I done been to hell. I done been through some hell that I cannot imagine would have been in my life but I can come up and testify to you the goodness and faithfulness of God. I've looked in my son's eyes and seen his hurt and disappointment. And that's hard, but still say, you know what, God, I trust you. And you are enough in this circumstance and situation. And I'm standing up to testify you. And I want you to be able to testify in your own story, in your own journey, finding your own strength in who Jesus is to be able to say, you know what, God, you are enough. And I trust the goodness because I'm giving you my heart today. So Father God, we submit and surrender our hearts back to you and we take the fullness of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus in Jesus' name. Two things, if the Lord called, causes, talks to you, speaks to you, or you just decide, you know what? I need to partner with this ministry. I want to help this ministry advance. Go to the website, lmjministries.org and give there or cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. You can find out all about us. You can find out about Feed the Streets. We have one the last month. Come on, y'all. Um, you can find out all the ways that we are in our community. You can find out everything that we do. Ladies, yes, Bible study tonight, online only. We still in this healing journey with Josiah. We're going to open it back up after we get through... Um, with Pillow Talk next week. We'll be back in person, but online only tonight, Bible studies at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So join us. You have no reason not to because you can get it. It's not for the men. I'm sorry. And then Saturday morning, we got the prayer call again. And then next week, there'll be several of us in an oasis letting God minister to us. We'll be alive a few days and then we'll be off a few days because we're going to be at the Pillow Talk Retreat. I love you. I love you. I love you. My last petition is if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your moment. Woo! My God, I want to uh, encourage you to make this this moment, right? Because Jesus changed my life, right? Yes. No, I'm not going to hell. <laughs> he took away that. He took away my sins. He took away um, the permanent state of where I would be headed and put me in a state of eternal life. But the other thing he did was transform how I saw myself. If that is you, if you want to invite Jesus into your life today, you want him to transform your life today. I need you to make a confession of faith. Dear Jesus, woo, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sin. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send me an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And what I'm going to turn around and do is send you some materials because I want to disciple you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. But God loves you so much more. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience.
the love of God through you. Someone needs to know Jesus's love is real. And the only way they're going to know it is that you show them God's love. I'll see y'all back here in the morning, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time. I cannot wait to worship with you. I cannot wait to hang out with you. Oh, Lord God, I thank you for a new, fresh, and clean heart. Love y'all. Love, peace, and blessings. Ooh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for a new heart. Ooh, thank you for a new heart. Thank you for a new heart. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to Lakeisha M. Johnson dot com today.